0: Welcome to What The If... Dramatic music. Dramatic music.
1: Oh, take <laughs> I've always wanted to have a theme song, and now I do. It's very exciting. <laughs> if we could arrange to play that every time I, like, entered a room, that would be yeah, really great. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. And you'll notice I completely botched it. I'm sorry, the listeners... Become a running gag. My general incompetence. At the hands of the Zencaster.com soundboard. Ooh. Welcome to What They If. Um, boy, we we uh, here's a here's a funny one. Shout out to our listener named Ash Umfhris, if we are pronouncing that correctly. Ash is um, achieving a special honor today of not just becoming elevated to um, super Iifer status, which is if you send in an idea, uh, you can email us at feedback at whattheif.com, or you can go to our website and just do it right there on the front page and, and type in your little form on the right side and send us a message instantly. If you submit an idea that we use as a show, you are elevated to super ifer status by the mere fact of us running with your if or as ash put it very poetically uh i don't know if this is a he or she or uh a what but uh ash um super if or ash we need it like yeah what is the rank it well, was super if or is the rank we don't know what the uh like go well, i guess like lieutenant colonel it's like that it's like yeah, super if, right. lieutenant colonel ash mm-hmm. super if or ash Says, uh, feel free to drop the if bomb on us. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, that was beautiful, and um, so no one has gone faster from mere civilian, unknown, unsung hero uh, to instant worldwide fame as a super ifer. Uh, no one has gone this fast because I got the uh, email from Ash uh, nine days ago. And uh, now by the time you hear it, it'll be a little bit longer. But uh, I, I think that is by far the record. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah. For just in, usually people get apologies to those of you and you know who you are who sent in ideas. There was someone recently and I was so glad to hear you were still listening. I think, was it Rod? I'm not sure. Somebody And it's in an idea. And then we ran with it. And I realized that had been on our list for like a year and a half. Now, it means it was there. It was good. It was worth keeping all that time. Anyway, Ash has a fantastic idea, and this is what we're going to run with today, and here it is. Ash writes, um, Ash actually wrote in via the website, so our website, whattheif.com, slash contact. Um, And uh, they say, Ifers, I have been enjoying listening to your podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, by the way. Uh, And as I listen, I regularly go off into my own little if-verse. Ash has a gift. A a (laughs) get-if. We're using the if. Um, Continuing. One that I have constantly been thinking about. Cue music. Oh. Oh, go for it. (gasps) What the if the world stopped rotating follow along that stream of conscious says ash what if the solar system stopped moving what if the galaxy stopped moving what if the universe stopped moving feel free to drop the if bomb on us sometime by the way ash how you got your your pitch there to fit melodically with the song at the exact rhythm. And then that that really was, he's really good I, at this. Yeah, that, that was good. That was good. Um, so uh, what the, if the world stopped rotating, then the solar system stopped rotating, then the galaxy, then the universe. And the universe is a particularly interesting one. So um, real quick for those of you who are like, what is going on? There's music. There are sounds. I am not sure what is happening. Uh, Matt, just a really quick uh, kind of signpost for what what is this show for newcomers?
1: This show, known as What the If in the English vernacular, uh, is a place where we uh, change something about the universe and then see what happens. So what if humans had no toes? Uh, what if cheeseburgers were not delicious? Um <laughs> And, uh, and then we run with it, um, typically, until we destroy something important um, about civilization or
0: reality. And that is what gives us the attitude. That is why it's not just your regular what-if program. There That's are right. shows. That's what if, yeah. There's even a podcast. If you enjoy there's a podcast out there called What If? Actually, there's quite a few of them. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's no one called What The If? That's right. There's no one as, as offended by <laughs> what they discover. As That's us. right. That's right. And so, and so this is where the idea comes from. So Matt, let's, let's start. um, uh, Let's start with the world. And um, the one question that's sort of left open by uh, one detail, and this is also part of our process is always going to have to fine tune a little bit of details, flesh out the idea a little bit. What does it mean? Which idea of the various options are we going to run with? So there's two options. One, what if it never rotated or what if it's stopped? Ah, okay. I'm gonna go with never rotated because the stopped one is so unusual.
1: Well, we've, um, I should say we've actually done the never rotated one. Um, uh, it's the, uh, the the technical term for this is when a planet is tidally locked true. and one side of the, the planet always faces things. Um, right. uh, so I, I don't know what number episode that was, but we can we can go back to that
0: true true um, so well you know what then let's just jump, jump right to the next level yeah i say
1: go right for, for ash's suggestion there yeah. the solar system
0: or you want to go all the way to the galaxy right from let's do no, yeah no, no, let's,
1: let's go ahead i was going to say so we should i think we should probably start with uh, the earth because that's most oh. familiar to people all Right. okay um,
0: but it's, it's it's going to just yeah and then so we can we can s- up. we can scale up quickly yeah. Okay. But are you saying it was? It's this is the scenario where the Earth was rotating and then stops.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's rotating as normal as it is right. as we speak. Um, and this is uh, you know we need to refer back to our old friend Copernicus on this one, right? Who suggested that not only does the Earth go around the Sun, um, but that the Earth spins on its axis as well.
0: Also. Also, by the way, I'm just going to take one step back and say I take back what I said about that being a preposterous scenario that the Earth would suddenly stop spinning. Given that we're we aren't even fully halfway through 2020, mm-hmm. uh, I think that the Earth seizing up <laughs> would be no surprise whatsoever. It's a possibility. Right. Yeah. So go for it, um, Copernicus. Yes,
1: yeah. So Copernicus points out that you know w- when you look up in the sky, um, the sun moves across the sky every day, right. um, and the the pre-Copernicans interpret that as you see the sun moving around the earth. So clearly the sun is moving around the earth. And Copernicus suggests that, well, actually, what if uh, uh, the earth was the one that was spinning and the sun was just staying in place? And it would actually look the same. That is, you can't tell just by looking um, that that is the case. Um, But lots of people uh, made objections to this, which is like, well, I don't feel the earth spinning under me. So clearly it's not the thing happening, and like, why don't birds go zooming by? And if I if I drop a brick, why doesn't the brick go zooming to the east uh, as the Earth turns underneath it? Um, as, and Copernicus had a very difficult time answering this because essentially you need uh, the notion of inertia uh, in physics to make sense of this. So, with the notion um, of inertia comes this. Uh, the inertia is the the statement that um, when you're in motion. Uh, you tend to stay in motion. And when you're not in motion, you tend to stay not in motion as well. Um, and a, a corollary of this is that you can only tell you're moving relative to the things around you. Right? Um, so when I'm sitting uh, in a subway car, uh, mm-hmm. the subway car might be moving. Um, but if I drop a brick. On the subway car, or probably more likely, let's say given the state of subway car floors, I drop my milkshake, let's say, right? And it sprays everywhere. So you might say um, when I drop my milkshake, I should see the milkshake zoom towards the rear of the car because the car is moving, but the milkshake isn't anymore. Um, But that's not actually what happens. In fact, it falls right at my feet and splatters uh, all over my feet and the feet of the person sitting next to me. Right. And they'll have that on their feet for the whole day. Um, And the reason for that is that I and my milkshake and the subway car are all moving together. Right. Okay. Right. So, uh, when I let go of the milkshake, the milkshake continues moving forward, the same way I keep moving forward along with the subway car. Okay. Right. So, and not not just the milkshake, but like all the little drops, exactly that make right. it up all those little things yeah. are all moving together.
0: The Straw, um, mm-hmm. the cup, the lid. Yeah.
1: So Galileo was actually the one who did this thought experiment. He did it with um, uh, it being in the belly of a ship as opposed Mm. to a subway car, because he was living in Venice and there were lots of ships going on, right? But it works better for subway cars, of course, um, uh, today. So uh, it turns out that being on the surface of the moving Earth is like that. So why doesn't the bird zoom by me at high speed? It's because the bird and I and this little chunk of the Earth are all moving along at the same speed in the same direction.
0: And the air...
1: And the air, this is an important one too, right? Why doesn't the
0: air get left behind? Um, Uh, Why don't you feel, if we were spinning, I'm sure a lot of people might think, well, there'd be this tremendous wind. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Um, And it turns out to be uh, very difficult to do an experiment that shows this, that shows the motion directly. Um, Nowadays, if you go to certain science museums, they'll have what's called a Foucault's Pendulum set up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and that's uh, a way to directly observe the the motion of the earth but generally speaking um you cannot directly see the effects of the spinning of the earth it's it's something you only see on a large scale over long periods of time um so it's something like the coriolis effect uh you you can you can see it directly Um, but nonetheless um you're moving uh right now and if you're uh near the the surface near the equator of the earth um, you're moving substantial speeds right so um uh, hundreds of miles an hour and thousands of miles an hour depending on where you are uh, on the surface of the earth so if we stop well, the earth suddenly
0: just, just, just that's an interesting fact I never <laughs> even thought about that yeah so if you were standing at the north or south pole you are not you are not moving as fast as someone who is at the equator yeah. in fact you're not Moving at all, except perhaps rotating around yourself. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you were standing exactly <laughs> on the pole, yeah, it's kind Whereas of. Whereas, if you're on the equator, you're whipping around.
1: You're actually moving really fast, right? Yeah. Um, and in fact, if you could go quickly enough from the equator to the North Pole, um, say at thousands of miles an hour, you would notice then that the surface of, surface of the Earth is moving slower now and that's actually where the coriolis comes from um is oh, if you move fast enough or you're looking at things over a large enough period a large enough area um then you can see the difference between the fast moving parts of the earth and slow moving parts of the earth uh but in the our daily step by step you don't notice that because the, the effect is too small right. Right. Uh, right but for instance this is why um uh cape Canaveral is in florida uh-huh. Yes okay um, yeah. because you want if you're trying to put something into orbit, you want to steal as much of that orbital speed as you can or that, that equatorial speed as you can. Um, so you want your uh, launch area as close as possible to the equator. So that's why the, the Soviet so, so the Soviet Union too had their launch area in Kazakhstan not because Kazakhstan is a great place, uh, but because it was the furthest south place they could. Uh, they could work from, and they and Russia still launches oh. from Kazakhstan, actually, which is
0: you know I didn't really... the east the east part of it I I knew mm-hmm. so like I, I understood that uh, because the Earth turns towards the east. I mean that's why the sun quote rises in the east. Okay. Um, so just by def you know at some point somebody called that direction east, and so that's east. Um, and that so the eastern coast of the United, in other words, if you're going to launch, you would rather use the speed of the that the earth is already giving you to your advantage mm-hmm. and propel yourself even faster in the same direction is that right yeah like, so yeah so everybody you you want your stuff as and you can do it over the ocean which gives you which a lot helps of a
1: lot right because sometimes right. things go wrong
0: Yeah. but the southernness of it isn't <laughs> i realize that cuz like we do have um slightly more complicated i guess but but our polar Things that we are launching over the poles, so satellites mm-hmm. that will circle over the poles, we launch from California, from southern, southern California. Yeah, again, as, as, as
1: far south as possible. Right.
0: Interesting.
1: Even um, though they're going north
0: or something. But yeah. Yeah,
1: because the the extra energy it takes to get north eventually is still less than the bonus you get from launching near the equator.
0: So if we launch them, this may be too mathematical or beyond your expertise, but. I never thought about this. If we were to launch at the North Pole, well, the South Pole, because there's more land there. So go okay. to the South Pole. Why? Suppose we had a, a rocket, you know, we're going to launch to the moon mm-hmm. from the South Pole. Why would that be a bad thing? Uh,
1: because essentially you have no rotational velocity. So if you visualize in your head right now that the Earth is a beach ball, right, and you spin the beach ball on its axis, you notice that the top of it really doesn't move very much at all, but the belly of it moves really fast. So that extra belly speed will help you get into orbit. So you can launch from the North Pole. You just lose that extra advantage.
0: Oh, in other words, you'd come right back down if you didn't also work really hard to yeah, it's just a, it's a little
1: extra bonus. Yeah, interesting. Interesting.
0: Okay. Right. Um.
1: So, so the so you're spinning. You and I are spinning around right now, not quite as fast as our friends in Ecuador, but faster than our friends in Norway. Okay. Um. And we're postulating that uh, the Earth suddenly stops spinning. Yes. Okay. Somebody pulls the brake, the emergency lever. Um, and we are go- we have to do a little bit of a hand wave at the moment and say that whatever it is that stopped the Earth spinning does not stop us as well. Okay. Oh, All
0: right. interesting. <laughs> I uh, didn't even think of that. Yeah. Because so, this is a prepos- – really, in, in, in reality, I think the only thing that could do that would basically be a collision with a yeah, much bigger object. And, and still,
1: the, the-, the you know, the Earth has an enormous amount of rotational energy. from spinning around so uh if we wanted to come up with like a real world way of stopping that spin that energy has to go somewhere um yeah so we're not we're just going to ignore that because that's going to get weird fast
0: also the earth has many layers and Mm -hmm. a core and they're all they're all spinning in different they're all spinning and so so when we say stop the earth what do you mean do we mean stop the core
1: we, First, I think we or? have to mean everything from the core out to the surface stops instantly, with no good reason.
0: So, considering continuing with your subway analogy, yeah. somebody has pulled the emergency brake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's All right. right. Yeah. Um, so, as so, with the subway, for instance,
1: actually, maybe we should do a car, since most of our listeners probably spend more time in cars yes. than, than subways. Um, when you hit the brakes on your car, the wheels stop turning um and then the rubber on the wheels grips the ground and the friction between the ground and the wheel um keeps the, tries to keep the wheel from moving forward. And since the wheel is attached to the body of the car, um, that car, the, the, the body of the car slows down as well, but you are not attached to the wheels or the body of the car. So you feel for a moment, you feel, uh, yourself sliding forward, right. Until your seatbelt stops you because the seatbelt is attached to the car. And that is the job
0: of the seatbelt. Yeah. If you're a crash test dummy, and you're not wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. you see those videos, That crash test dummy goes flying forward, continues moving at 60 miles. An that's hour. exactly it. That's why, the car stops. Yeah,
1: And that's why car accidents are dangerous, and in the days before seatbelts, they were particularly dangerous uh, is that you keep moving at whatever speed you are going at, even as the car stops, um, and then you get flung out, and you end up slowing down because you hit a wall or the road or something, some terrible thing like that, right? So the purpose of the seatbelt is to slow you down in the same way the car is slowing down, so then you stay in the car.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting is this whole thing about relativity or you're relative to the car. In other words, Mm -hmm. um, imagine that crash test dummy flying out and just continuing to sail along before they hit the ground or whatever. They're moving across the road at the same speed they were moving before while they were in the car. Yeah. It just looks worse (laughs) <laughs> because exactly. not, Yeah, because that's right. L- and
1: as, it's one of these things that like while you're flying through the air after the car accident, yeah. you're fine. You're perfectly yeah. you're just cruising along. Um, it's yeah. when you suddenly hit the road at 60 miles an hour unprotected that yeah. bad things happen. Right. Yeah. So what we have done now as we stop the earth, because you no one on earth is wearing seatbelts anchoring themselves <laughs> to the surface of the earth, um, just
0: like we're not wearing masks. That's right. We have
1: have turned all the population of the planet into crash test dummies. Yeah. This is good. So from your point of view, um, suddenly the surface of the earth zooms out from underneath you. Oh, okay. Right, Because it stops, but you're still going forward.
0: So we all go flying toward the east
1: uh let's see yes because we were traveling in the east we were traveling eastward before but the earth was traveling eastward with us so no big deal but suddenly the earth stops but we keep zooming east
0: so all the people in new york all the people on the east coast of the united states wind up in the atlantic ocean
1: yep okay
0: and all Um, the people on the coast uh, uh in other words on the atlantic ocean coast of uh, Africa or uh, Spain or France or the United mm-hmm. Kingdom, they all fly inland. They zoom inland a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and that's going to change depending Better on. Better for
0: us. Better for us. <laughs> that's right. Slightly softer landing. Yeah.
1: Depending on how far north you are. Again, so if you're on the equator, you've been moving quite fast. Oh. So this is going to be a very strong effect. Um, and we at the middle latitudes, say New York, um, will feel uh, a. S- we'll definitely notice it, but it won't be quite as dramatic as the people living in Libya.
0: Um, maybe and then the scientists, the, uh, yeah. maybe this is why the equatorial countries always seem to be the ones that have more fun. they because just seem they're to constantly everything. hurtling through the air. They're moving yeah. so much faster. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. and then the scientists at the South pole don't notice anything in particular at all. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they, to be yeah.
0: Because
1: they were barely moving at all. So they're just, they look up briefly from their hot chocolate. Like, Did you notice something? <laughs> no. Well. Um, Whereas those of us in New York um, have been hurled through the air uh, at hundreds of miles an hour, um, because of course, you are probably you're not sitting on the beach, right? so you would not go right, right. into the ocean. Um, what is immediately east of you right now? <laughs> the, the uh, Brooklyn brewery yeah, that's right. so you would huddle, <laughs> you would suddenly be hurled into the Brooklyn brewery at high speeds.
0: again, not a problem. <laughs> well, that's a typical <laughs> afternoon. Zoom into
1: the brewery at 100 miles an hour.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, or right, even in let's say in Manhattan, the East River is the one that would be full of people, mm-hmm. whereas the Hudson River would not, which is on the west side. Yeah, so, okay. um, so yeah, so wherever you are, um, think about what's east of you mm-hmm. and get ready to move. Get ready there. to get ready move to move ready to very fly rapidly, very, very, very yes. rapidly. Now, here, what about the ocean? itself ah, okay right because mm-hmm. with the water what the water.
1: Um, well it depends whether if we say when we say we stop the earth we're not including the ocean then mm-hmm. interesting things will happen because this gigantic mass of water um, will also start moving hundreds of miles an hour to its east as well right. um, so the atlantic the entire atlantic ocean will displace eastward at that <laughs> speed and in fact actually this is an interesting kind of detail um it's going to displace east at the same speed we in new york are so we we will not fall into the atlantic ocean but rather we will chase after it um so france and spain and england will find themselves underwater very very rapidly yeah but fortunately
0: for the people on the beach they were already. They were also moving <laughs> hundreds of miles inland. Well. So, uh,
1: so very briefly, there will be a beautiful ocean or a beautiful um, beach, uh, you know, in Paris. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Um, now, interesting. Okay, so you said briefly. For instance, that's interesting because once it stops, um, we go flying, as we talked about the crash test dummy going mm-hmm. flying, but the crash test dummy eventually falls to the ground, and so. We would the ocean, all the water in the ocean, all that sort, all the fish, and so mm-hmm. forth, right. the giant squids, um, would all. Gravity, is unchanged by this entire thing, right? Yeah, gravity, and more importantly, friction. So ah. as
1: as we are, uh, you know, the reason that the crash test dummy has a bad day when it finally hits the ground um, is that friction with the ground rips it apart, right? Right. So that'll be happening to us. And mm. the whole Atlantic Ocean, as it travels, so the the ocean has this initial momentum uh, that will then gradually be bled away um, by friction as it as it zooms across the european right. continent
0: and and the water would probably it's interesting because I was thinking the water would move back in the other direct the ocean would move back in the other direction not because of spinning or anything, but probably simply because the the hole mm-hmm. that the ocean fills the, the water would still flow back towards that. yeah, direction.
1: it's just gonna drain back. I mean there's a reason right. that the ocean is where it is that's a that's an energetically happy place for water yeah. to be. Right. So the water will eventually drain back. It might right. well take weeks or perhaps years in some cases for the yeah. water to, to drain back into the ocean. Um, right. And interestingly, you know there have been geological epochs where things like this happen. Um, where a gigantic body of water will suddenly break through. So, for instance, the Mediterranean Sea was probably filled very rapidly oh. in geological terms, you know, probably weeks oh. um, as uh, the Atlantic Ocean kind of broke through what is today Gibraltar, which used to be kind of sealed it. off. Um, cool. And uh, this happens a lot. So, for instance, you know, like the, the, um, uh, the American Upper Midwest uh, was mm-hmm. once subject to one of these gigantic floods that cover thousands of miles in a very short period of time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm curious if, we do, if we're going to jump out to the solar system in a second. Yeah, but uh, But sim- would it be a simple math thing to say, if you're at the equator and you get tossed, um, I wonder how far the crash test dummy... Would fly. Yeah, I should have
1: looked this up before we started. Let me see if I can Google it quickly. Um, you can add so the Earth that, rotates right? at a thousand. Okay, so miles at the, the at the Earth or at the Earth's equator, you're going about a thousand miles an hour. Right. Um, so that is pretty fast. <laughs> I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so you would get. Uh, I mean, if you're at the surface of the Earth when it suddenly stops, um, you're just going to get dragged across the ground at a thousand miles an hour. So you're just going to die pretty quickly. Um, But if you imagine yourself, say, standing on the top of a building when that happens, uh, you would get a pretty good toss.
0: Actually, you would. Now, you would go up if if the ground, if you were standing on at least to your east, the ground were perfectly flat let's say and no mm-hmm. trees in the way or anything like that you would actually be thrown into the air um that's right but it's because the uh because, because the, the earth, because the earth is curved right, right. Uh, right. you're,
1: you're going to fly off at a tangent to the earth um, right. and because the earth is so big that tangent is very very close to the ground uh, but with a thousand miles an hour you would probably notice that um this is a
0: so, so it's like you're in a cat, you're in one of those pumpkin catapults. Yes. It's like you've been <laughs> shot out of it at a thousand miles an hour, yeah. which happens, by the way, for those who don't know, for instance, a jet, uh, a jet flying at 30,000 feet, typical mm-hmm. passenger jet is generally flying around 600 miles an hour. Yeah. Several hundred miles 000. an hour, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, jet speeds, probably a good way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually, considerably, actually faster, faster than the speed of sound.
1: Uh, yes, that's right. Yes, Actually, everyone would get going their to... own little sonic boom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs>
1: um, which could get amazing. Could get a little ugly. Um, okay. Yes. All right. So we've essentially so all life on Earth um, dies. I think essentially. Well, maybe the trees would be okay. the The, the lichens would be fine. Uh, yeah, because exactly. they're hugging the surface of the earth. Uh, but the taller you are, uh, the worse it is for you. Um if I should say if for no other reason, then there is now a noticeable velocity difference between your feet and your head, um, which is going to get awkward fast. Oh. Wait, but but not once you
0: stop. Not once you stop. No. Right. But exactly. at, at at the moment of deceleration. Right. So what happens is when it, when all the chaos is ended and everything settles back down onto the ground. Uh, and all the whining and complaining and the lichens jump up and are high-fiving each other. And like dominate crazy. the planet. Yeah. They're like, woo! <laughs> um, uh,
1: but basically, human civilization is, is destroyed very quickly. You know, all the buildings right. have collapsed. Um, uh, yeah, We all died horribly. Right.
0: <clears throat> and so now the solar system, mm-hmm. I think for this actually, let's... Tell me if, I, if you agree. I think we are rewinding this back because the solar system stopping is a totally different kind of thing. It may end up with a similar result, but we're going to go back to it's not the rotation of the Earth. It's the revolution of the Earth that's going to stop.
1: Yeah, that's right. So these are, I should say, um, in passing that uh, the words revolution and rotation are uh, um, uh, technically unclear. Right. Mm -hmm. Just just Mm -hmm. by saying them so you can if you're having a conversation with somebody and you say by rotation, I mean rotation on the axis of the Earth and by revolution, I mean revolution around the sun. That's perfectly clear. Um, But these are the the terms are unclear. So the solution for this is you just have to say around what. So if you say rotate Mm. the Earth's rotation around the sun, that means it's yearly orbit. Perfectly clear. So you just need to specify what it is you're rotating around. So, right, so the experiment right, right. we just did uh, is stopping the Earth's rotation around its axis. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. the daily thing.
0: But if that's we want what to makes st- the sun go up and down. Right. But if we yeah. want to stop
1: the rotation or revolution around the sun, then that's a different kind of thing, right? That's right. Okay. That's right.
0: And so that happens.
1: Okay. So the Earth moves around the Sun uh, relative to the surface of the Sun uh, at 67,000 miles per hour. All right. So dramatically faster than uh, we are moving around the center of the Earth.
0: Yeah. In fact, by reference, the space station, the International Space Station, or things that are in low Earth orbit, travel at 17,000 miles per hour. That's considerably slower than mm-hmm. 67,000 okay. yeah. okay.
1: miles per hour. Um, so 67 is, uh, 67,000, um, is enormous as, as you might imagine. Um, so we get the same kind of effects we were just talking about, um, but dramatically magnified, but there's a much yeah. bigger effect that we need to worry about, uh, at this point, which is that the earth will now plunge into the sun.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oops. Um, so when so phase
0: phase one. Let me just just real quick, I guess we don't have to spend a lot of time because we know what happens when the Earth stops. Right. And here it's stopping from traveling in a different direction, but the effect is the same. Everybody goes flying. In this case, they go flying forward in the Earth's orbit. Right. So no matter where they were on the Earth, they go flying, and they. <laughs> the question is, are they thrown out at escape velocity? Um, they are because sixty-seven thousand are, are, sure. miles an hour is
1: is higher than escape
0: velocity. Right, which all you need to know is like what I said was the, the, how, for instance the the space station revolves around the earth, at uh, rotates around the earth you want, at seventeen thousand miles per hour. So escape velocity is you know somewhat more than that, but not a tremendous amount more than that. And so yeah, sixty thousand. You are thrown off the earth. At sixty thousand miles per hour, <laughs> that's right. that is a pumpkin catapult. There, that's a very good catap- pumpkin catapult. Yeah, yeah that's right.
1: Um, so the
0: view, the view from outside the Earth would be spectacular.
1: Yeah, that's right. You'd suddenly <laughs> see, you know, all of these cats and Twinkies and lizards <laughs> launched into space,
0: uh, which would
1: yeah. be high including
0: land. the oceans. The oceans themselves would be um, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'd become balls of. Well, they probably would sublimate into, you know, without an atmosphere, everything would just boil away. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. So that would be entertaining. Um, Yeah. uh, Now, the Earth as a whole is going to be in a bad way uh, as well. As I said, it's going to plunge into the sun. Um, The reason uh, you might ask yourself, why isn't (laughs) the Earth plunging into the sun right now?
0: It's a talking um, head. <laughs>
1: um, and the answer to that is that the the Earth and all the planets that are in orbit uh, around the Sun um, have this very specific balance between uh, their forward motion in the direction of their orbit and the Sun's gravity. Okay, so the sun pulls Ah. the planet, the the sun pulls the Earth towards itself. That's the way gravity works. Um, But then the Earth moves to the side at just the right speed as to continually circle around. That's right. So this was Newton's great insight for figuring out how the solar system worked, Um, was that it's this balance of the pull towards the center and then the velocity to the side that keeps things in its orbit.
0: Now, since we both met, while make we both made a Einstein documentary mm-hmm. together. Um I feel the need to mention that. I don't know how far you want to go down that rabbit hole. But in fact, is it not it's not that at all, is it? It's that space is warped around the sun and we are actually traveling in a straight line through that's right. Einstein time. has a
1: completely different explanation for why orbits um, uh, are what they are. Um, right. And the epistemological problem of how you reconcile the fact that we have two perfectly good and irreconcilable explanations for the nature of gravity is something we can grapple with oh, that's Interesting, time, right? interesting.
0: Or uh, even just just the ability to calculate what's going to happen. What you're saying right. is Newton's laws perfectly perfectly that's what we use to travel Mm -hmm. the solar system that's right and
1: if you take if you take an introductory physics class this is one of the first things you will do um is use newton's law to calculate to why the orbits as they are and it's fantastically successful right it works so that we figure out where the international space station is going to be using newton's laws right um So every planet, I should say, in the solar system has its own unique balance to this. So Jupiter moves at a different speed through space because it has a different uh, gravitational pull from the sun, but it's the same kind of balance. All right, so mm-hmm. things that are in orbit are in orbit because they have this balance.
0: Oh, and it has to be right. a balance because otherwise they would either fall in and hit the sun eventually or they would fly away. Yep, that's exactly right.
1: So yeah. what we have now done, if we are arresting the motion of the Earth, we have yeah. now messed with that balance. Yes. So now the Earth only has the sun's gravitational pull, pulling it in, and we no longer have our tangential motion that keeps us in orbit.
0: And so, in fact, what we're saying is that when we said this stopping happens, now we're saying it's the things stop in relation to the sun. Well, that's right. So
1: if we say something like uh, we're stopping the solar system, that's right. We're using the sun as our frame of reference. Yes. True. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Right. And that's why we fall into the. Yeah. So now we plunge uh, towards the sun. Um, So if you're standing on the surface of the earth, the sun will get bigger and bigger in the sky. And things will get hotter and hotter yeah um until if if you survived the sixty seven thousand mile per hour deceleration um, right. you will now begin to bake um and the oceans will boil off um and the sun will will eventually consume us
0: now if you you back to our friend, the crash test dummy mm-hmm. uh who was thrown off the planet with all the other Lego bricks that we are into <laughs> space um He's thrown off with the speed that the Earth was moving. Is that crash test dummy not actually safe? That's right. It will orbit.
1: That's right. Because the uh, all you need is the right speed at the right distance from the sun. So actually, all the stuff that gets chucked off the Earth will stay in what used to be Earth's orbit, um, yeah. one astronomical unit away from the sun, um, and will continue to coast around
0: uh, essentially forever. Yes. So, Hey, good. If you, if you were ready for that, this would be a heck of a, a, uh, um, a Will Smith movie, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like, right. If you so were like prepared you, for that, you could, um, you know, you build you could like just a
1: stay in your house because your yeah. house is going to continue orbiting the sun. Um, yeah. the only downside is you might not have, you know, oxygen or anything like that. Um, but otherwise you're, you're, you're nice and warm. You're still getting plenty of sunlight. um,
0: and and one, term, yeah, one term we did not use uh, is how many Gs. So we talked about when, when the Earth stopped rotating around its own axis, mm-hmm. that tossed you in the air at 1,000 miles an hour. Okay. Um, and so there was a certain amount of acceleration force there. At the 60,000 mile an hour, I think, is it an easy calculation to say well, Earth, how many Gs it, is that?
1: It depends what magic we're invoking to stop the Earth in right. the first place.
0: Instantaneous. Uh, it's if, if it's
1: instantaneous then there will be a moment at which you draw an infinite number of G's and everybody splatters
0: so we we got have it. we have to hand wave that part right right so you, there would be no there would just be instead of all this this cloud of the lego bricks of civilization being tossed which is the people the buildings the trees the animals all this stuff the water um floating off forward in the direction from where the earth had Had been traveling instead of that we just suddenly see the earth smeared with
1: yeah just smashed to pieces yeah yeah um so like i said but that's the that's the the peril of hand waving um right is that you'll you'll get contradictions fast um but basically if you came up with some way to stop the earth in its rotation around the sun um it would uh it would plunge into the the sun. That's
0: pretty cool. And in fact, it's not exactly related, of course, but when you, you mentioned things sort of staying in Earth's orbit and just continuing to go around, even though it's just like particles, uh, comets that have passed through the Earth's orbit uh, lose comets, as you know, that's why they look the way they do, mm-hmm. or losing material as they come in as towards the sun. They're yeah. shedding all this material. And s- some comets have been so big, have had so much stuff that the stuff they left that was in Earth's orbit stays there and the earth yeah. travels through it every year and that's how we get meteor
1: showers. That's right. So any annual meteor shower is um us passing through the debris field left by particular comets over so
0: the years. So if the earth got restarted uh before it you know let's say here it's even more hand, there's a lot of hands waving. I'm going to wait. this is even some feet waving. Um hands and feet <laughs> waving, but uh the earth restarts again while still staying in its same orbit. Mm-hmm. Um there will be a meteor shower every year, which is the fiery, the fiery remnants <laughs> into the previous <laughs> civilization. Yeah, that'd be wow. good fun. Yeah, you did say at the beginning that we we these ifs sometimes just cause tremendous. This is a particularly devastating if. I yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, This is to put to put the you know to make us feel like this pandemic. Eh, you know, <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. And the final, the coup de grace. Mm-hmm. The galaxy. Well, no, no. Actually, there was there was. So, so real quick. There's actually two more steps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ash asked, "What if the galaxy stops spinning?" And then the universe, and the we'll end on the universe one because that's trippy. So, the galaxy stops spinning, Mm -hmm. and this is interesting. This is another Google situation. I'm guessing. How fast are we traveling? Yeah, speed of the Earth, or or speed of the Earth around the galaxy. Uh, Today's episode sponsored by your friends at Alphabet parent company to google uh 220 kilometers per second uh miles okay. per hour right. so wow. i should
1: say we should probably kind of take a step back for a moment is that i don't know if people think about this very often um but our galaxy as a big disc um yeah. uh, rotates around its center okay um yeah. in an exact analogy to the way the Earth goes around um the sun. And the galaxy isn't solid, of course. It's made up of vast numbers of individual stars. Um, but from a sufficient distance it'll look like a single body rotating around. Um, because it's not a single body, um, the rotation doesn't work quite the way you expect it to. Um, but you can think of it as sort of the analogy of like an old-fashioned record spinning around um Mm -hmm. the galaxy is freaking huge right Mm -hmm. so this is an important (laughs) thing is that (laughs) um you know it takes us a day to go around the center of the earth it takes us a year to go around um the the sun and it takes something like 30 million years to make a loop around the galactic center (laughs) yeah so we've we're moving
0: fast But the galaxy is so huge, (laughs) it still takes. It still takes
1: this vast amount of time. Um, So, to give you a sense of um, scale, there, that means the Earth has gone around um, the galactic center about twice since the dinosaurs went extinct.
0: Which is why we don't celebrate your birthday according to rotations around the galaxy. Yeah. Because we are all infants. <laughs> very, you know, tiny, very tiny. Under that, yeah,
1: um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So human beings did not exist the last time we were at this part of the galaxy.
0: Wow! Somebody should. It'd be interesting to calculate, like where where was the Earth on the day, or what you know where where we are today. What was happening on Earth? Well, I guess all you have to do is go back. What What was it? Thirty million years. About thirty
1: million years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So every thirty million years, you can say, "Oh, on this day." It'd be like a like what happened today, you know, today in history. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's like the Facebook <laughs> um, uh, flashback pictures they give you. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> it's your memory. It's There's picture. dinosaurs screaming. <laughs> <laughs> ah! you know,
1: mammals yeah. barely exist. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so that would be a fun, a fun kind of exercise uh, to right. do.
0: But and again, basically, what what would happen is everything goes flying. Although this time, we go flying off the Earth as before, just even faster, even farther. But uh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but in, but also um, actually, as far as the solar system is concerned, it's the exact same thing. The only the only object in the solar system that's going to have a different experience is the sun.
1: Well, yeah. So in, in the same way that the when the Earth stopped, um, it started its fiery plunge into the sun. Right. This right. time, the sun begins a plunge into the galactic center.
0: Or we all, yeah, or we follow the sun on that yeah, journey. I say, we not, if, if the planets stop
1: uh, relative to this, uh, in the same way that the sun stops, then we might not notice anything different. Right. Oh, actually.
0: that's fascinating. Right.
1: Um, wow. So the, the sun will just carry the planets with it towards the galactic center. But if we keep rotating around the sun normally, then no biggie. Right we yeah, are pointing wow. out of this is every night the Milky Way gets a little bit bigger
0: and brighter in the sky, right, and yet I would say our astronomers are so sophisticated now that um it would have made for a confusing image of the universe, you know whatever that, that uh, for instance Hubble looked up and and by judging the speeds of the- di- by looking at the directions of all all the shards were moving, even in incredibly minute mm-hmm. uh differences in the sky each night um he, for instance, saw that things were going away from, everything's going away from each other, the expansion of the universe, Uh, they would notice that there seems to be the Earth, that the solar system is headed towards the center of the galaxy, Mm -hmm. and the rest of the galaxy is not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Astronomers, yeah, Astronomers can we can measure the motion of the sun relative to other stars and relative to the right. center pretty uh, pretty straightforwardly these days. Um, so my guess would be within a year or so we would realize what had happened, um, and, uh, and and a wild eyed, uh, wild haired astronomer gets on his YouTube channel. And says, we're all going to die when we plunge into the black hole at the galactic center. And then the panicked comments say, when do I have time to, you know, get a manicure and rescue my dog? And he says, oh, yeah, it's not going to happen for like 10 million years.
0: Right. Right. But still a great science fiction scenario. Mm-hmm. This is for, 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 you know, look, if you're out there, if you're a listener and you, we, I know there are a lot of science fiction writers out there. Uh, some of you aspiring, some of you already published, whatever. Run with this. Just tell us, just say, hey, you.
1: Give us a- yeah, that's right. And imagine, you know, what, what do you do with an end of the world prediction that is guaranteed to be true, but yeah. won't come about within the lifetime of our species like is there anything different you're going to do based on that
0: yeah probably not i mean look we don't even do things that are guaranteed to kill you in uh, two weeks from now if it's your disease Um, coronavirus but
1: it kind of of makes me think of the classic asimov short story the last question um in which there you don't know this one um so there it's about the second law of thermodynamics, which predicts the, what's called the heat death of the universe, um, which is that the universe will essentially run down um, on the order of trillions and trillions of years in the future. Um, so, the last question is uh, kind of take takes these little vignettes through the course of, of human history over a vast spans of time, in which people kind of ponder this problem. And they're like, you know. Uh, one day the universe is going to run down. What should we do about that? And everybody's like, yeah, we'll figure it out later. And <laughs> then the next is like, eh, we'll figure it out later. Um, and then it ends in a very interesting way that I won't give away. I'm sure you can Google it and find it without. Uh, that sound,
0: sounds like somebody for whom it suddenly is a pressing question. Yeah. So it's the last question it's called,
1: um, but it's this, this, uh, this sense of um, what do you do when you know the world is going to end? It's guaranteed to be true, but it's so far in the
0: future. Uh, yeah.
1: that is hard to conceptualize. What do you do with that?
0: That is interesting. Yeah. Considering the fact that in our own lives, we don't, we can't even, you know, our own demise is set within some range mm-hmm. and, uh, we it's hard to, uh, make a difference there. Uh, unless again, you are perhaps approaching your last question. Yes. Um, and you know it. So, um, the universe, ah, the all final right. question from Ash Umfres.
1: So this one gets a little weird um yes. so when we talk about the motion of the universe we're talking about what's sometimes called the cosmological expansion um, which is this uh, this observation that galaxies are receding from each other at uh, extremely high speeds mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is
0: what Edwin Hubble noticed
1: uh yes that's right um <laughs> So if you look up at the night sky and uh, you measure the speeds with which galaxies are receding from us, uh, it seems that every galaxy is moving away from us specifically. Right. And that seems weird um, because that sort of suggests that we are the center of the universe and everything is fleeing us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Both it, of those make sense. Too. Yeah, so, right. so, so, yeah, the aliens you know, got to the YouTube comment section and they're like, we <laughs> got to get out of here.
0: This is called the stealth loathing <laughs> Earth hypothesis. Um, that Earth is the center of the universe. That's right. The self-moving so, narcissistic Earth.
1: Um, but this actually raises a, a profound philosophical problem, which is that we're pretty sure we are not the center of the universe. <laughs> so, so why does it look like we are the center of the universe? Um, and in fact, kind of circling around to the start of the episode, um, it's there's there's a principle, the scientific principle called the Copernican principle, um, which is which says if it ever seems like you're the center of the universe, um, you're wrong. Always, always yeah. assume you are not the most important thing in the universe.
0: I'm going to guess that the first person who said that might have been, who, let, I guess maybe it was Copernicus, uh, actually thought they were, they, what they were saying was, look, I'm the center of the universe. Well, if just, you right. think you're the center, you're <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um No, it's a, um, it's an expression of cosmic humility right? I should say Mm -hmm. Copernicus did not state it this way. Um, It's it's something that we've kind of realized is a a handy tool for Mm -hmm. looking at things in general. Um, Anytime you think there's something special about you, you're probably wrong. So don't organize your scientific knowledge around uh, that idea.
0: Statistically special, we mean.
1: Well, special kind of in any way. Like, is there something special about humans versus other kinds of mammals? No. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're you're just you're just another mammal. Right. Deal right, with it, right? right. right. Um, is there something special about our son uh, versus other sons? No, right. our son is, is totally boring, right. right? So assume you're boring is is the Copernican
0: principle. Um, see, I, I see a T-shirt that just says "Deal with it," <laughs> and underneath it it says in tiny print "The Copernican Principle." <laughs> well, that'd be fine with me. I'd buy that T-shirt, yeah, yeah. yeah. or
1: maybe a good tattoo actually, so you oh, can yeah. never forget it. Um, <laughs> Now we're going to get angry emails from our listeners. So, so I just got a tattoo. This was terrible anyway. Um, so uh, in the middle of the 20th century, as you say, this um, uh, Hubble looks up in the sky and finds that it seems like everything is receding from us. So one natural interpretation of that is uh, we're the center of the universe and everything's expanding from us. Um, but the Copernican principle says that's not a good assumption to run on. So is there any other way we can explain that? Um, and it turns out that uh, with general relativity, general relativity gives a mathematical explanation of how the universe could look this way. Uh, and the answer is every galaxy is zooming away from every other galaxy. Mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. that there's one center. It's that everyone is fleeing everyone else as quickly as right. possible. Right. And uh, for uh, a quirk of that is that whatever galaxy you're on, you see every other galaxy running away from you, so everyone. Actually, it's a you know what I just I just
0: solved I just solved that mystery. Oh, nice job! Uh, social distancing. <laughs>
1: this, is, this is
0: galactic <laughs> social distancing. Everyone knows all the galaxies are like ah social distancing. Um, well, actually, or that's, they are running away from that's us. A
1: reasonable, <laughs> actually, that's a decent analogy for kind of grokking what's going on. Uh, so you okay. take a bunch of people and you stick them in the middle of a big open field, and you give everyone the instruction try to get away from everyone else Mm -hmm, as quick mm -hmm, as you can. mm -hmm, And if they mm -hmm. successfully do that, everyone sees everyone else running away from them, right? right? But there's no one person that's special in that situation. So so that's us, right? So our galaxy is receding from every other galaxy at top speed. So now we are going to arrest that. We are going to pull the cosmological...
0: What's interesting is even, I must note... None of this is about rotation. And, and interestingly, okay. Ash, you know, I, um, didn't say this explicitly, but it's kind of fascinating to say, look, all the other stages we just did were about rotation. Um, and we do not think of the universe as rotating. Is it possible it is in any way?
1: Um, it is, uh, well, um, and then what around you, depends what? what
0: you mean by possible.
1: Um, right. uh, there are uh, rotational, uh, what we call solutions to Einstein's equations. So the way we would say that is it's possible that the universe could have been rotating, but our universe does not. Our universe right. is expanding outward um, uh, in expanding linear. Well, no, because dark energy is speeding it up, actually. So it's increasing its speed.
0: Speed. I'm sorry. Speed, but pat the paths that the ga- that the galaxies are following away from each other from each other. Yeah, are straight. Appear to lines. be straight. They yeah. would be curved if it was noticeably curved. Yeah, if that's, noticeably right. and that's We were. That's
1: something here. that we could have measured. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But it seems we live in a universe where everything is zooming away um, in straight lines from each other. Right. So if we pull the cosmological emergency brake <laughs> and everything suddenly stops. Um. Uh. You're now you look up in the sky and you measure the velocities of galaxies going away from you, and it's now zero. Okay, um, Mm, mm -hmm. but uh, nothing else changes actually because you already thought you were at rest, right? You thought you were the center of the universe because that's how everything looked.
0: So, would not everything go, would not those galaxies suddenly, would the stuff in those galaxies not suddenly go? F- continue flying well in the interesting
1: thing is that now we have to we have to depart from newtonian physics to Einsteinian physics we need general relativity to understand this now it's the, the scale of things is so gigantic um, that we need to do that um, so it has to be the case that when we pull the cosmological emergency brake every galaxy experiences the same thing okay Okay, that's that'd be the premise of 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 general relativity. So if we see things going crazy in a distant galaxy, the people in that galaxy have to observe the same thing on us.
0: Yes, wouldn't they? Right. Well, this is this is where
1: it gets weird, is that that has to be true for every galaxy out there. Uh, Every galaxy has to see the same thing happen to every other galaxy. Yeah. So it's no longer the case that as w- when we stopped uh, the surface of the Earth, everything moves east. Uh-huh. 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 But now there is no cosmological east <laughs> that everyone can agree on anymore. Right. Um, so we've got a genuine puzzle of what it means for everything in the universe to stop um, in a way that we didn't have that puzzle.
0: This for. is a, so, so actually what you mean? Yeah the question is what direction we know the galaxies are receding from each other yeah. but what you're saying is it's not clear what direction that is
1: that's right because it is according because this is the, the weird thing about relativity is it's all relative to the observer so everybody would say i expect this I mo- I expect this motion away from me but away from me might be different from away from you so, so how do me- we find what what is the uh, is there a possible kind of motion that we would get. Uh, so I think
0: what you're saying is, let, let me imagine this. Imagine a triangle, three galaxies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, tr- the the galaxy at the top of the triangle is the one uh, we're going to focus on. So they all stop. It's, they were all expanding. and The universe that they were in was expanding. They all stop. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're saying is that um, the each of those, the other two galaxies, looking at that one that's at the top of the triangle always saw that one moving away from them exactly away from them which you can see as a triangle doesn't really work
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean it's either moving away from him or him
1: right but it can't be both
0: not, but like like, like, a, like 180 degrees or you know just in a straight line away from them and so the stuff goes flying from galaxy at the top of the triangle and the uh, triangle uh, sorry the galaxy on the bottom right side of our triangle. Looks at that and sees the stuff flying away from it, towards the left. Yeah. But the but the galaxy on the bottom left of the triangle looks up and sees everything flying towards the right and not towards the left at all. Mm-hmm. So what that is seem that seems impossible. Right. Exactly. You're so saying we, relativity would actually... Well, perhaps.
1: so we've, we've, we've hit a paradox, as it uh, were, right? Yeah. Um, that the, the demands of general relativity make it radically unclear. It turns out, well, the, the Einstein's answer to this, is you're not being specific about enough about what you mean by stop. That is, you have to... You, Einstein caught us in our hand wave, okay? And he says, you can't wave your hands anymore at this point. Because it has to mean in relative to another universe. Uh, well, that's the question of relative to what, um, or an axis. The a answer, center. right? Uh, the answer is relative to everything. All Einstein's answer is: it has to be relative to everything all together. Um, yeah. And what that means is really unclear.
0: Or what that means is nothing. Nothing happens.
1: That's right. That's entirely possible. It's just nothing at all. Um, but essentially, our like I said, Einstein has prevented us from waving our hands. Um, uh, for this phase of things. He's a stickler that guy. Oh, he is a jerk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Caused so much
1: trouble over the years. So
0: much trouble. Um and uh, it, it leaves just the final thing about that is the lesson is and something that's always troubled me, is uh, basically there is we it's it's very hard to imagine, but really there we think of the Big Bang, for instance, and all that as a whole nother Episode you could do on this, but there is no center of the galaxy. There is no center of the universe. That's right. It's actually the same
1: conceptual problem. The paradox we've hit with the question of what it means to stop the universe is actually the same paradox as what is the universe expanding into, or where did the Big Bang come from? This is it is exactly the same conceptual problem, Um, uh, and we can uh, we can tackle that another time.
0: Yeah. So you have to know a lot more. You basically have to know a lot of stuff about. You have to be able to understand our universe from outside of it, but we're not. We can't. We're in but it. We can't. We're, does not right. seem to be a way out at the moment. Yeah.
1: So that's what yeah. you need uh, general relativity for. Is the theory that lets you answer these questions in a precise mathematical kind of way. It's just not very. It just. It's very difficult to grasp physically.
0: This wow. This was. I don't know that we've done in in some ways a multi part if, but sort of variations on a theme or whatever. Every Mm -hmm. level of this was fascinating. Ash Umfris, whoever you are, (laughs) well, we'll,
1: that's right. Let us know because he needs to get his finger puppet.
0: He will get a finger puppet from the unemployed philosophers guild because he is a super ifer, and um, that finger puppet will come flying towards you. <laughs> in catapult fashion, or however the postal service delivers things to wherever country you I are. Think generally,
1: in. by catapults these days. And yeah.
0: it's been a while since I've been able to send out one of these. So, because we, you know, you guys send us in your ideas. So, go to feedback at whattheif.com. Send us your if. Ash Umfris, thank you. And I feel like I just have to say your full name each time. Just. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like Benedict
0: Cumberbatch, right? You have to yeah. have the, the full <laughs> exactly. rhythm of it. Yeah. And every bit is elegant, yes. Um and intelligent. So uh thank you for this incredible idea. I am a little bit dizzy and I may need to take some Dramamine now. Um, but boy, did I learn a lot of physics and science and good stuff there. Um so uh thank you for sending that in. Matt, um thank you. Boy, that I don't know how you that was a lot of stuff thrown at you. you just did what would kind of be like Is master chess masters Sometimes do this thing where they walk into a room and there are 30 chess tables and they go around and they just are chess games and they. Well, it's they fun. I all. mean, we
1: don't often get to destroy the world like four times. We did today. <laughs> is that right? I mean, that's great.
0: And we went all the way up to the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so universe that's really thorough. Actually, yeah. The universe sort of, you know, was was too big for us sort of like yeah you guys come back and come back when you know more <laughs> <You're coming. laughs> exactly exactly uh like like in video games there's a boss level and uh, einstein was the boss level mm-hmm. in this yeah. he was there he was waiting for us um but if you've been listening and you have an idea or you have further questions as you very well, well may yeah. yeah let us know raised by this let us know um on our website, whattheif.com, you can hear all our episodes, including this one will be there, and each one of them um, on the website comes with additional fun and educational and informative and fascinating information provided to us by our incredible staff, um, Howard Jung and uh, Ilia Jung, especially when it comes to the web pages, uh, always finds more interesting articles uh, and stuff like that. Uh, so check that out. Uh, on Twitter what the if show um you can uh, follow us there we also post a lot of interesting science news there and you information about our episodes upcoming episodes upcoming guests and all that kind of stuff let us know where you are in the world um if you could leave us uh, by the way a rating or a review or both that would be fantastic whatever podcast service you are listening to now um you know, I'm sure right there on your app, there's a way to rate the show. So if you can just click on that and uh, give us all the stars. All the stars. All of them. However many in you've the got. universe, um, Stop their rotation. Fix them all in a row. Usually five-ish uh, there on the page. That would be fantastic. If it also allows you to write a little bit of text, a little message about why you like the show. That's cool. By the way, we, we read those as well. I find that very valuable, uh, reading that information. Yeah, Again, that's good stuff go to our website. Uh, you can also just send us a message directly, uh, as Ash has done, uh, anything to plug coming up, sir? Nah, life is boring. Life is boring. That well, so that's a plug <laughs> for something. Sort sort of like, not quite sure be like It's like a weather report. Yeah. Actually, right. it should be so lucky as to be boring. I think we all look for a little bit more boring. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah, so, um, uh, Best wishes to you in whatever country you're listening to. I know you guys are all over the world, uh, and I do love hearing uh, from where, where you are and how things are for you. Next week, who knows? Who knows what is coming? Nobody knows. Uh, as Ash put it so well, uh, somebody's going to drop an if-bomb on us. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: That's right. I don't know if it's a drone. I don't know if it's a flock of ifs. Uh might be a massive cloud of gaseous ifs. It may be a panspermia-type flood. Hmm. God forbid. Yeah. Um, it could be that there's a... Here's what I imagine is happening this week. There was a planet full of ifs. Totally covered <laughs> in ifs. <laughs> ifs bloomed naturally on this planet for millions of years. And suddenly that planet stopped. And all the stuff came... And the ifs have been the,
1: hurled out into space? Yeah,
0: The ifs are coming at us. One of them is going to hit us, and we don't know which one, but that's going to be the one we take up next week. Is it from you? It might be one you sent to us. But as we ponder all the possibilities that all those ifs represent, all the imagination and all the destruction that is involved, and all the laughter, like the children, we cannot help but scream, What the Thank you for listening. That was fantastic. Classic Jesus. closing. <laughs> bye bye everybody. What the hell? F-